0: Meaning is about connection for me and the sense of my own existence in community because of those connections, right? And what does it mean for the community to experience itself because I'm in it, right? So meaning is profoundly interdependent and it's about connection for me. As a pastoral and practical theologian, I'm very much interested in meaning. I don't think of it, in large um, abstract philosophical terms. And this is not, that's not me slighting anyone who does. I'm saying for me, meaning is about knowing that I matter. And I think I matter because there's someone else who lets me know that I'm important to them. And I'm surely aware that they're important to me. And so that's, uh, that's what meaning looks like for me. I'm at an age and also a stage in my career where I have been at this long enough that things are starting to turn in a way that I can see the meaningfulness. I'm also very clear that I live a pretty privileged life at this point in my life, which makes it in some ways easier to feel meaningful. I'm able, just by being, um, by virtue of being in ministry, I get to work on my sense of calling and get paid for it. But it has not always been this way, right? And I think it's important to talk about some other pieces that also impact how I have experienced meaninglessness as well as others. And part of that is very much has to do with mental health. There's a fine line between grief, depression, and meaninglessness, right? And the three of them can run into each other. So I don't because I don't want us to over spiritualize or I don't want the theological or spiritual conversation around meaning to happen absent of a conversation about the systems and structures that impact the sense of meaningfulness. And also the reality of mental health challenges and trauma that can impact your sense of meaningfulness, which also has to do with your sense of human worth right? And so I, I have struggled with um, anxiety and depression, right? At one point when I was trying to kind of find my way and eventually realized I was being called to ministry, I probably should have been cl- like declared clinically depressed. I wasn't declared so, but looking back, it was definitely a struggle. And that felt like grasping for God desperately is what that felt like. Um, and, and, and that also felt like uh, the moments when God kind of kept me and caught me from falling through the ground, right? And so those are the moments that I'm not sure that I would say I felt meaningless, but I felt lost, lost while searching. And I think that that can be a part of people's sense of meaninglessness. I think also as a person of faith, I was always trying to find God while I was still having a very hard time with my own mental health. And so I was able to keep on living, (laughs) you know, and I had community and I had, I was able to not only keep on living, but I had community that consistently reminded me to ask, what am I here for? And to listen from the inside around, what am I here for? And I had community that would show me examples to say, is this what you're about? Is this what you're about? And I had things to hold on to, to bring me outside of myself, right. To be able to find a sense of alignment between what I can do and who I'm meant to be. And there is that connection. What you do and what you are born to be, that's meaningfulness, right? But it doesn't happen in a vacuum, right? There's a lot that goes on around that. And so for me over years, meaningfulness subjectively in my personal Stephanie Marie experience (laughs) feels like the gift of knowing that I'm not by myself. It looks like when I'm in a classroom and in my eighth year of teaching, decide on the first day of class, I am not going to teach this class like I've taught it before, and trying something new. <laughs> and the students saying, "Where's the syllabus?" And I'm like, "I don't know. We're developing it together." It scared me, it scared them. But in our third session this week, the light bulb came on for them. I saw it actually happen, where there was an invitation, maybe for to meaningfulness. There was an invitation for them. To actualize what they wanted to learn about, and they started to understand the concept of emancipation. And so, when I get to see the light bulb come on, when I'm doing the work that I know I'm called to, that's a moment that feels meaningful, and it feels exciting. It feels, um, it feels like I want to take a deep breath. It, it feels, uh, it feels like I'm a part of their learning experience. And so, for me meaningfulness feels like um, knowing that I am connected and connecting with others. It looks like helping my students find their essential gifts that they have and that they have ideas that are worth pursuing and then they go after them. I get to witness that. I have not always believed spoke, moved, existed in this way. But if you can literally just keep putting one foot in front of the other, right? And I don't want people to hear this and think, oh, her life has been perfect. It's been far from perfect. There has been suffering in my life. I have watched other people suffer. I'm a cancer survivor. So I'll throw that out just as a little tidbit. So this is not like pie in the sky, easy faith, right? Um, But if you can just keep living and furthermore, if you can be a part of a community to help somebody else just keep on living and make your self-available to other people who will walk alongside of you while you keep on living. Because sometimes we need somebody to hold our hope. Sometimes it's just too hard to ask somebody to imagine or hope. Best thing I can do is just maintain. All I can do right here, don't ask me about that. I can't do that. That's too far. That's too much. Okay, I'll hold it for you. Right? And so I would say, keep on living. Be part of community, be willing to hold hope for someone, and someone will inevitably hold hope for you. And it's a long road, but there are indeed turning points. Making Meaning is a limited series from Ministry of Ideas. It is produced by me, Zachary Davis, and Jack Pombriand. If you enjoyed this episode, you can support us by sharing the show with your friends, subscribing, and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. For more information, visit our website at ministryofideas.org. You can connect with us on Twitter, where we're at ministryofideas. You can also email us at at zacharyatministryofideas.org. We would love to hear from you. Ministry of Ideas is a proud member of Hub & Spoke, a Boston-centric collective of smart, idea-driven podcasts. You can check out all of our shows at hubspokeaudio.org.